This is the old Treblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Treblazer, riding out on old Dan, blazing the path to the heart so center. And me and old Dan, old Dan and I are come time off of weary, so I asked you to pray for old Dan and myself. I have folks send me $20 and say, get old Dan a good sack of, of uh, good oats or crimped oats or something out there. And uh, that's what we do. I was raised on a farm. We bought our, if we didn't have corn and and thing we'd go get a sack of crimped oats and for old, our old faithful pony that we had but you pray for me would you do that we're bringing you god's message day by day here on the old trailblazer broadcast and i'm asking you to write me and let me hear from you tell me if you're listening where you're listening from but we're bringing you this study now on blood redemption and primarily blood redemption in the old testament in our last study we were looking there at why cain uh offering was not accepted why the lord refused cain's offering it was a beautiful offering uh, it was the best turnips and mustard greens and uh, spinach and all of those things watermelons maybe we don't know what all was there but it was a beautiful offering i believe and cain got mad with the lord because he didn't accept it the fire never came down and licked it up like abel's offering but listen we were getting we were telling you some of the reason folks are not saved, and because, or, and never will be saved, because their will has never been broken. Have you ever asked the Lord to break your will? Do, do you love stubborn, just, just being stubborn, my friend? Oh, I heard someone the other day being described as stubborn as a bobtail mule. But my friend, I know, I know what a mule is. I've been around them, plowed them, and worked them, and they are stubborn. But, oh, it won't compare with a man or a woman who is stubborn. Just stubborn and hateful and will not take the blame for anything, don't matter what it is. And you know what? That person going to wind up in hell if it's never broken. I adjure I you, my friend, to come on, come on, come on. Ask the Lord to save you and break that heart. And uh, I was looking in our last study that this man we were looking at hates blood redemption, angry with God, not subject to the law of God. Now, let me tell you another way why sinners are not being saved, and that is by easy believingism. Easy believingism. That's a phrase we coin here. It's being taught from the average pulpit. Just trust Jesus. Give him your heart. We mentioned to you how those little ones are urged to make a decision for Jesus. But just trust Jesus. Give your Give, it, give him your heart. This, this is a man, a pastor standing up in front of a congregation, maybe a woman these days. That's worse. That's abomination. And telling folks, just give your heart to Jesus. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Well, my friend, the Lord Jesus does not want your heart. No. And then he says, come on, come on, join this church. And uh, it, it looks like a kind of a comp competition to see how many members we can get. And all of those things, my friend, I hear preachers, uh, they have a re so-called revival. How many did you get? How many did you get last night? How many came forward last night? Oh, and then I heard something not long ago, made my chill run up my down my backbone. This man had gone to a funeral, and he came, to, came by to see me, and he was telling me about the funeral. And uh, he said the pastor... The pastor came down and stood by the coffin and asked folks to come down and give their heart to Jesus at a funeral, there at that funeral. Well, I, I, I may be a popular thing today, but my, man, my friend, it's, it's, uh, to me, it's abomination. 
Now, uh, that that's why many folks are not saved. Let's 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 just let's just let it soak in. Trust Jesus. Give Him your heart. And then I tell you, that's the surest route to hell. Cain came that way. He believed God. He knew there was a God. He believed in Jehovah Jesus, but he would not come as a lost sinner. Now I believe that's a sticking point. And many of you folks who hear the old trailblazer, many of you who come here to the chapel, they will not come as a guilty sinner. He would not come as a helpless sinner. He would not come kissing the dust of repentance with his hand upon the sacrifice, pleading the blood, my friend, pleading the blood. I, 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 I know individuals, my friend, who have, who have raised their, their, their neck, they bowed their neck and said, I will not come that way. They're just like Cain. Now, let's take another look at those two brothers, Cain and Abel. They stood there. Abel stood there forgiven. Could, you ever thought about that word, forgiven? Oh, trailblazer, I often tell you that there's not one sin registered in heaven against the old trailblazer, not one past sin, not one future sin, not one present sin. Now, that, that mystifies me, my friend. That astounds me. That astounds me that there's no sin registered against the old trailblazer. What a blessing. What a blessing. And uh, Abel stood there forgiven. God counted his faith for righteousness. He was a justified sinner. He left that place of worship, trod his way back home rejoicing in the forgiveness of sin, with a pardon in his pocket, free from the penalty of sin, praising the Lord Jehovah for his marvelous grace in extending mercy to such a sinner as he was. Now, in, in preparing the message for the worship hour this week, I was thinking there, along that line, how, how, how did I come here, other pastors, other God-called faithful true pastors, come stand in front of a congregation on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, whatever, and hold up Christ, hold up Christ as a, as a substitute for sin. Just like the, the Lord had Moses to build that, that, that uh, brazen servant, serpent there in the, in the wilderness and hold it up on a pole, take a pole and put it in, the, in like a flagpole right there in the middle of the congregation in the, in the, where the temple was and put it up high enough to where folks could see it. That's what we do here every Sunday, every weekend, every Wednesday, every Sunday night. Myself or one of these brethren who helped me other true faithful pastors across this nation, we hold up Christ as a substitute who died and paid our awful price. We can't, we can't, we can't put put a, a a value on that price. It was the precious blood of Christ shed there on Calvary's cross. I've often described it as the the blood from the from the brow where the where the thorn crown was pressed down upon his head. And the, the uh, nail prints in his hands and in his feet. And then the sword of the Roman spear piercing that side. And the scripture says outran blood and water. Oh, my friend. And we hold that up. We hold that out to you who tell me you want to be saved. To you. I don't hold that out to the reprobate on the street. He doesn't want the God. He doesn't want the Lord. He wants his own way. But if you're... If you're awakened, been touched by the gospel, I hold out to you today 
as a blood sacrifice, the Son of God hanging on the tree there on Calvary, just as the, the king did to Queen Esther there when she went in to, to intercede for her for the Jewish people there who were, were scheduled to be executed because of, of uh, 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 Haman's uh, hatred for the Jews. And he'd got the king to sign an order to have all the Jews killed. And Esther, the queen, was a Jew, my friend. And Mordecai, her nephew, told her, said, if we die, you'll die too. You have to talk to the king. And she said, well, I can't do it unless we have a fast, three-day fast, and you folks pray for me. And all those three days and three nights, they prayed for Queen Esther, just like we pray for you. The old trailblazer prays for you out there. I know, I know. I bring you to the throne of God's grace. Many of you, I have your names. Other than I just know who you are. But my friend, the queen, the queen went into that room without being bidden. The law was if she did, she would be uh, executed right on the spot. Didn't matter what the king said or nothing. But she went into that room. He was on the throne, sitting on the throne. And he picked up the scepter. And held it out to her means, come on, come on, wifey, come on, queen, come on, come on, I made a way for you to come. The Lord Jesus Christ has done that very thing, my friend. He went there to the cross of, on, of Calvary. He, he, he offered, he offered. They didn't drag him there. They never, ex- they never uh, 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 forced him to go. He could have done anything, got out of it. He told the father, said, if it could be thy will, let this cup pass from me. Why? Because he saw the sins of all of God's elect. And what a bitter cup it was, my friend. But he's held out mercy. And I come here, and other faithful pastors come here, holding out mercy. Not judgment. Not judgment. We don't hold out uh, easy believingism. We don't hold out coming to this church. We don't hold out speaking in tongues. We don't hold out of this being baptized. We don't hold that out. We hold out mercy, mercy of a sovereign God. And the Lord has chosen to, to extend that mercy to you, my dear, wherever you are, my dear, you, you who call me oftentimes crying, tell me you've committed unpardonable sin. No, the Lord is holding out the scepter of grace, even at this time, the old trailblazer is commissioned by the Lord God of heaven to send out the gospel, to be instant in season, out of season, to reprove and rebuke, and yet to hold out mercy. My friend, the greatest thing in the world is to come to Christ pleading for mercy, pleading. My friend, it's not a light thing to be saved. It's not a light thing. It's the greatest thing that ever happens, my friend. You're going to spend eternity either in one or two places, even in heaven with the Lord Jesus Christ, having been washed in his blood, saved by his grace, or in eternity in the bottomless pit. Oh, where there's no night, where it's all darkness, where where it is all night, and there's no no light whatsoever, nothing but darkness. And there's there's a sense there, I believe, of falling, falling, falling in that bottomless pit, screaming for mercy. There's no more mercy. My friend, I know, I know. It's it's not easy to comprehend those things. But my friend, God's word is true. 
The Bible says, the soul that sinneth it shall die. And after that, the judgment, the judgment, the judgment. The Bible says about the rich man who passed by the beggar and never stopped. It said he, he died and, and waked up and opened his eyes up in torment and begged Abraham to come dip, dip his finger, just the tip of his finger in the water. That's a real thing, my friend. That's going to take place in your life if you never come on to trust the Lord. I'm offering you salvation by grace. I'm holding out salvation by grace as a, as a tender, tender mercy, my friend. Oh, the tender mercies of God. This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast, and uh, it's, it's so good to be with you folks. My heart is burdened for you. I want to see you saved. I want to hear from you. I want you to ask the Lord to save you, break your will. That's what we're talking about, that damnable will. Oh, my friend, Satan is a good old devil. He makes you uh, angry with the old trailblazer. He, he, he glosses over all of those things that's going to take place. So foo-foo's hell. But, my friend, this is the old trailblazer being true to your soul. Remember that uh, I love you. I love to hear from you. And my mailing address is the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then my website, radiomissions.org. And you can go there to our website, look up how you can uh, hear the live streaming of our broadcast on Sunday, Wednesday night, Sunday night, all over this nation, all over this world, over the Internet. If you need help finding that, write me or call me, and I'll get someone to walk you through it, and you may want to hear that. If you would, let me hear from you. Pray for me. Help me with the broadcast. Goodbye and God bless you.